Just because you took longer than others, it does not mean you failed. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thank you for giving me a shot. I genuinely appreciate it. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. That'd be Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's a limited time offer for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. Just because you took longer than others, it does not mean you failed. Seriously. Stop it. (laughs) Stop comparing yourself. That's going to be the main topic of discussion for this morning. And I'm not just talking about you personally, the guy listening to this podcast. I'm also talking to myself. Knock it off. Stop comparing yourself to others. There is a deep, deep, deep toxicity to comparisons. And this is arguably the single most difficult issue to deal with in our current culture. Why? Technology. You're not going to hear me hate on technology because I actually grew up passionately in love with computers and technology, and I even pursued my career in it, and I still actively work with computers for a living. I love technology, but there's something that we seem to have missed with technology, and it's a very basic principle, and that is that technology is a tool. It does not have any morality. It is not good or evil. It is a piece of equipment or a piece of software that is designed to make a specific task or set of tasks easier. Much like a wrench makes turning bolts easier, much like a screwdriver makes turning screws easier. But just like the difference between a standard household screwdriver that you use by hand and a power screwdriver, depending on the tool you use for the job, each tool has a higher potential to be dangerous, especially the bigger the tool and the more powerful the tool. Don't worry. There's a point in all of this that I'm bringing up. Social media is a tool for communication. It was made so that we can communicate effectively with people and connect effectively with people. But as with any other tool, it can be used for all of the wrong reasons. A screwdriver can be used to drill a hole where it's not supposed to be. It can actually hurt you if you have too high of a torque on the screwdriver and it spins and twists your hand or hits you in the arm or basically can strip a screw. It can damage the the thing it was originally intended to help. If we don't use the screwdriver properly, bad things can happen. And so we forget this. So this, this technology that we have, which is incredibly powerful, 
and amazing, by the way, has forced us into a position of comparison that I don't even know if we are evolutionarily ready for it. And I use that term evolutionary carefully because I know it's a topic of controversy for some people. But the I don't think our brains have fully developed. It le at the very least, our culture has not fully developed the emotional tools necessary to handle this technology. And so now we're currently experiencing a high level of anxiety and depression. If you look at the statistics, it's pretty astounding, especially on services like Instagram and how they're affecting kids. So there's a, there's a level of comparison that is occurring that is toxifying our self-esteem and our self-image because of this comparison thing. And this quote, the central point of this quote that we're talking about today is just because you took longer than others. And because we're human beings and we're part of the human race, this comparison thing is nearly impossible to avoid. We have this, you know, even if you look at the psychological impacts, we have subconsciously we we mimic, you know, we or consciously, we mimic other people's behavior and experiment with it on our own. And so we mimic what we observe as we kind of develop. And so this comparison thing is, is a, it's built in, it's ingrained in our personalities. And it goes so disturbingly deep. As you, Once you start to realize you're doing this, as you scroll through your Facebook feed or whatever social media you're using at the time and and you're seeing other people doing other things. This propensity, this propensity to compare ourselves to whatever's happening out there is incredibly powerful. It has an impact on our emotional state. And many of us don't even realize it's happening. And it's happening over and over and over and over again as you scroll through new feedback new posts and this can really crush us under the weight of this comparison thing there are times and moments in which i have to turn it off because i i realize that i'm not in an emotional state to do that today i cannot deal with what other people are posting and doing and it takes a tremendous amount of self-awareness to be able to do this. And I'm not talking myself up. I'm just saying that it's like, it is like an emotional trap. Because there's only one person in which we can truly and realistically compare ourselves. And that is ourselves. When you are developing a new skill or even moving forward in life, especially if you're starting from a disadvantaged part of life or maybe you've had a tremendous fault, uh, setback in your life. Maybe you're financially struggling. Maybe you are relationally struggling. You're going through a divorce or a breakup. Maybe you are spiritually struggling, emotionally struggling. There is no worse thing to see than other people at their best. And I am going to say this with as much love and compassion as I can, but you are not seeing people for who they are on social media. You are seeing an edited version of themselves. This is true for me too. 
And I don't mean that I do it intentionally to be manipulative. And I don't think other people do it intentionally to be intentionally to be manipulative. I know some people do. But I think at the end of the day, if you just think about technology and social media in the sense of what people are prone to share, people are not going to share the worst of themselves. People don't go onto a rooftop and shout from the rooftops all of their flaws. And they don't shout from the rooftop how bored they are and how miserable they are and how unhappy they are. They share the best of themselves with others. And so as you scroll through the moments that are people's best edited versions of themselves, of course, it's natural to be depressed and anxious and sad that you aren't at that point. And it really breeds this negative envy mentality. And and it's based on a lie. The lie is, is that that's how their lives are all the time. That's the lie. Because we edit. Now, if you look at that as a moment of success or celebration for them, you can be happy for them. So we have two choices when we see other people in success and happiness and whatever their edited versions of themselves are. We can celebrate that. Or we can compare ourselves to a false representation of we can know we can make the mistake of assuming that that's how things are always for them. And then get jealous and envious. And we can think of ourselves as failures. Obviously, the former is the more appropriate response, is to be happy for people when they do well. But this comparison thing is is incredibly difficult to to reconcile. And and I still don't have the full emotional capacity to, to, to do it well. And for that reason, I do need to limit social media. Maybe you have the disposition to handle this well. Maybe you are able to separate the two. But there are, especially if I'm in a vulnerable position, and by the way, it's okay to be in a vulnerable position. Like It's okay to wake up on the wrong side of the bed one day. It's okay to go through seasons of anxiety and depression. It's okay to be disappointed and unhappy with where you're at. But if you're going through a vulnerable state, this this social media thing can be even worse on you. And I think that's why it has a particularly negative effect on teenagers and young kids is because they don't realize that it is fake because they don't have the life experience necessary to know yet that life is filled with a lot of negative emotions as well as the positive. And so they don't have a lot of experience to draw on to know that in reality, these people are sad when they turn off the camera. Or they don't really fully realize how powerful the editing tools are so people make themselves look more beautiful than they really are with the right lighting and the right color processing and the right photoshopping and the right photo composition. And so they end up comparing themselves to an unrealistic ideal. But they don't have any comparison of what's realistic and unrealistic because they haven't existed long enough. They're kids. And so it's, I, th- I think, it, just look up the statistics. I'm not going to say the current statistics because I, I like to avoid, I like to stick with culturally relevant topics, but not time-sensitive culturally relevant topics because I do feel that one, two, five, ten years from now, this social media issue is going to continue. 
But at the current stage right now, if you look at the statistics on self-esteem and how it's affecting children, social media is not good. And before we move further into that, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, for a limited time, my listeners can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org, and sign up for this limited time offer for my listeners right now. So just because you took longer than others does not mean you failed. And, and this comparison thing is definitely a trap. And in many cases, we don't know how long it took people to get to where they're at. And then there's people who are just naturally talented at certain things. So that's why the comparison is only appropriate to make on ourselves, because we all have limitations in terms of our cognitive ability and how quickly and well we learn. We have limitations in our physical ability. We have limitations in our resources, our economic status. You know, we do need to check our motives. Is the only reason we're trying to get somewhere is so that we can be where somebody else is? Or are we trying to get to a point of where we feel successful? Or we feel like we've accomplished something? Or we feel like we've mastered something? This is why I think comparison in general is a trap, you know, when you're doing it with anybody other than yourself. Because we all need to go through a personal individual growth process for everything that we learn. And where we end up and what that process looks like is going to be different for every person. So depending on how you learn and how you adapt to problems and what your current status is or economic situation is, obviously your path from point A to point B is going to be significantly different than anyone else's. And if we pick ourselves up every day and we take a look at our current progress and we compare ourselves to where we were yesterday or a week ago or two weeks ago, the question is, is have we taken steps forward? And I get it. Sometimes you take steps forward, one step forward, two steps back, and you do have a setback. But those failures are, to quote C.S. Lewis, those fail, failures are but road posts on the path to success. So even though you may be taking a few steps forward and one step back or one step forward, two steps back because you had a major setback, your experience is still moving forward in whatever area you're growing in. So it does not mean you fail just because you've had setbacks. And maybe on this path, some people have bikes and you don't have a bike. Maybe you have to walk. Maybe you can't afford a car. So 
it is a point of extreme frustration for me too that it, it can be incredibly difficult to appreciate the progress that we have made at whatever scale we are currently making it. Sometimes the best thing we can do is accept the fact that we can only lay one brick a day for a house we're trying to build. And it can be incredibly frustrating that we can only lay one brick a day, but still one brick a day across a thousand days is a thousand bricks. And who knows, maybe maybe after 500 days you can lay two bricks a day. Maybe you'll become so efficient at bricklaying that, or whatever it is you're trying to do, that you can progress a little bit more than you were when you first started. There is power in understanding that the, the, the greatest and most successful people you will see cultivated the discipline of failing really well and comparing themselves only to themselves. And kids are really good at this. If they're not, if it's not trained out of them, kids are really good at failing and trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing and trying. But yes, they're also really good at giving up. But generally speaking, this repetition thing has a humility to it that is very difficult as we get older to accept because we, we get frustrated with the failure process, the death and resurrection process that comes with learning anything new, with, with doing anything well in life. Yeah, I get it. It is incredibly frustrating. And it is incredibly frustrating when you're older to see younger people further along than you are where you want to be. That, that, that's all frustrating. It's frustrating to see edited versions of people that you know are not 100% accurate. But it doesn't matter what other people are doing. We don't even know what they're going through. That edited version of themselves may be a complete lie. They may be miserable and unhappy, maybe even more miserable and unhappy than you are. Maybe the reason they're sharing how amazing their lives are going is because it's not really that amazing. Because we don't really know people. We don't know their circumstances. We don't know their experience. We don't know what they're going through. We really only know ourselves. And so that's why it's incredibly important to recognize these tools for what they are. And this point of comparison, to understand that there is, although there's value in mimicry, there's value in, in using people as kind of role models. We do need to be careful with it. We do need to keep the success of others at arm's length. Because the, the other part of this and component of this is, is maybe we aren't meant to be copy-paste replicas of other people. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. We are unique people with unique circumstances and unique personalities and unique traits and unique environments and unique skills. So what our version of success will end up looking like is going to be unique. We are not going to be a copy-paste replica of other people because they are other people. And everything surrounding their current level of success or their current life is unique to them. And so it becomes really almost ludicrous 
to consider that our lives or even propose the idea to ourselves that our lives will be in any way identical to other people's. If anything, it's inappropriate. I think we are, are meant to be inspired by other people and motivated by them. But we're meant to take that inspiration, motivation, and what we learn from them and reconcile it into our existence and applying it to our situation and our sphere of influence. And this is difficult for me to remember. You know, it's easy for me to get wrapped up in what, what my life should look like. You know, this is how my life should be. This is how things should be going. It's ludicrous because I don't really know what my life should look like. But it's easy to get wrapped up in this stuff when in reality, who knows what my life is going to look like? Once I've adopted lessons that these people have learned or shared or moved toward whatever I, I whatever goal I'm moving toward. So we do need to have some flexibility in our vision of ourselves so that we can allow things to settle in where they were meant to settle in. Because we don't have the same exact same circumstances. I hope that makes sense. I hope I'm communicating that effectively. Our version of success is going to be much different than anybody else's. And so our failures are also going to be pretty unique. So when we're, as we're traveling along this path of life and we're working on being the best version of ourselves we can, the question is today, am I working toward, am I taking steps toward being a better person than I was yesterday? Am I taking those small steps every day of growth and progress? Am I waking up and going to work every day? Am I waking up and, and taking care of my house and my family and myself and my body and my everything every day? Not, not, not all day every day, just, just a little bit, these little steps. And if we are, then we are successful. Seriously, that's it. It's not about the final outcome. It's about the path. Because those small steps, you're going to wake up a year from now, five years from now, and you're going to look back and you're like, wow, look how far I've come. It's very difficult when you're on the path to take these small, seemingly insignificant steps over and over again. It's, it's very easy to get impatient and frustrated because we feel like the limitations of life can be incredibly frustrating. The limitations of reality can be very frustrating. But they are what they are. I mean, it, 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 do, it takes what it takes. We take what we take. We have to go through these failures. We have to go through these everyday mundane rituals of putting in the work so that we can be better versions of ourselves. And then somebody will ask, well, why should I bother? Why should I bother being a better version of myself? Well, there's a lot of reasons for that, but then the most obvious selfish reason would be so your life isn't a, a you know, a living hell. You know, your life didn't, isn't, going, isn't going to fall apart on you. So there's self-esteem and, and um, the practical utility of being a productive person. 
you will be less dependent on others. You'll be more of an individual. That's the obvious selfish reason. The other reason is we are at our most useful to everyone else if we're taking care of ourselves and improving ourselves. That spills over into the lives of other people. You know, it, there's a there's a, a necessity to self-care, and it took me a long time to realize this. There's a necessity to self-care so that we can pour over into other people. And so we do need to focus on our own health and self-esteem and strength and improving these things so that the people we come across on a day-to-day basis can benefit from that. It's especially true if you have family members and children and coworkers and friends and family and and maybe you don't have those things yet or maybe you're just working towards those things and that's totally fine but the better version of ourselves we are the easier it is to love other people you know it's it's just our, when our lives have a stability to it and a strong self-esteem and some kind of firm foundation even if that's not other people's foundation that Stability gives us the ability to love people effectively and, and cultivate. It, it creates a foundation in which we can have healthy relationships and friendships. And we, for those who, of us who have this, we take it for granted. But there's a, there is a whole group of people who don't have stability in their lives at all of any kind. It's, it's been a whirlwind of chaos. And so just this stability thing is a is a dream for them. And if you are that person, all you can start to do is start to build that foundation from wherever you're at. Start to go to work every day, get a job. Maybe rent, maybe save up to rent an apartment. You know, start to put your life in order. Maybe it starts with cleaning your room. Maybe your room is a mess. Whatever those small steps are to to stabilize your life, take it. Doesn't matter where you're starting from. Just because you you took longer than others to get there, at least you'll get there. You know? And the really scary part is if, even if you've got friends and family who want you to kind of wade in the cesspool along with you. This may mean severing relationships, at least temporarily, while you get yourself in order and get your life in order. This is easier said than done. You know, if if you've gotten into a really bad loop of not being able to pull yourself together, then all you can do is take small steps every day to move toward that. That's all you can do. And only compare yourself to other people. Sorry. Only compare yourself to yourself. Do not compare yourself to other people. It is a trap. Life isn't about being a billionaire or a millionaire or, or, or accomplishing whatever somebody else has accomplished. That, that's not what it's about. It's about being the best version of yourself you can be and helping others to accomplish that. So I hope I did a good job communicating this. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I've been your host, Craig Chamberlain. Thank you for joining me today. Before you go, please like, share, and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble, if that's where you're watching it. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Leave a review 
if you get a chance, because those reviews help the show grow as well. Feel free to visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org where you can listen to the show, connect to the show, or donate to the show. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for this limited time offer at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org to sign up for the limited time offer for my listeners. And remember, just because you take or took longer than others, it does not mean you failed. You are progressing. We are all on a path. That path is not clearly laid out before us. So all we can do is take one step at a time. Every day, a little bit. And don't forget to rest. Because it's a long road. And you should enjoy things along the way. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Because as always, that's all we can do. Thank you and I'll see you tomorrow.